Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. And I am coming to you from location from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This week, I have had the honor to be the master of ceremonies and one of the speakers at a convention of toy store owners. I am here at the Astra Marketplace. Now, this conference is made up of people who have specialty toy stores. Think about your neighborhood. You might have a really cool local toy store that is operating right there on your main street or in one of the strip malls in your community. What you probably have never thought about was how entrepreneurial the people are who are running these types of businesses right there in the city where you live. In a world where people think, oh my gosh, retail stores, they're in trouble because of the internet. The reality is, is that many of these specialty toy stores are thriving and it has been so much fun to spend the week with these entrepreneurs and to talk to them about their businesses and why they're finding success in today's world. So I thought it would be fun if I walked around their exhibit floor and if I interviewed people who own these toy stores and the manufacturers of the toys that they sell and found out what is it that we can all learn from the toy industry. I think this episode is going to be great. I have a series of interviews with people who are doing a lot of different things in this business, and they're going to talk about why they're successful, the cool things about their stores or their products, and they're going to share a little advice with you. It's going to be fast-paced. There's a lot of interviews, but I think you're really going to like this episode. So here we go. Let's learn a little bit more about the power of play and what that means for all of us. Hi, I'm Kim Mosley, president of the American Specialty Toy Retailing Association, also known as Astra. All businesses can learn a lot from the phenomenal power of play. You know, play is very important for child development. Play is very important for all development. It is through play that children learn to be more creative, learn to solve problems, and those same children grow up to run the businesses of America. So the power of play is super important. What companies can learn from the power of play is to Make time for play. Make time for play for the children in your lives, but make time for play for the people in your lives because it's very important for child development and good brain development for everyone. All right. Hi, my name is Haley Anderson. I am with Able Play Lacotech in Chicago, Illinois. I think that businesses can learn a lot from the toy industry by interjecting play into everything that they do, the work that they do, um, and hopefully it'll produce better work on their end. So do you see coming out of the toy industry that we think toys are for kids, but do you think that like adult play actually will make people more productive and and better workers? Yeah, definitely. You can always see, I play for a living with kids, but you can always see when somebody does not know how to play and their problem solving skills, their creativity, their imagination, their even ability to have fun is affected if they can't play. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I am with Nick Guffey and Margaret Warner from the Toy Store in Lawrence, Kansas, where they have two stores. So, Margaret, tell us a little bit about your store. 
Our stores are 42 years old. They were started by my mother back when I was in high school. I've been with the business from the moment it started, and it's just a lot of fun. So you guys are mother and son, and Nick, you are now general manager of the store. When did you take over? I took over the store about three years ago. Um, I, however, have been working for the store since I was born and made my first sale at the age of four years old at Darter Racetrack. So what is it like growing up in a family business? It is a true joy, but it is a labor of love. Um, I remember throughout my life, our basement was filled with gift wrap. Multiple times a year, we'd be loading up boxes so that we could bring in bags. It was a full family affair. So, Margaret, having spent your whole life in the toy industry, what can other businesses learn from a toy store? What I've learned is that it's not a race that's fast. It's kind of a marathon. You have to pace yourself and that as long as you take care of your customers, the money will happen. That if the customers are taken care of, you'll really have no worries. That's the only thing you absolutely have to pay lots of attention to. So being a third generation family, what advice do you have for people out there who are are sort of passing that torch, either taking the torch or passing the torch to the next generation? I would advise that they should only either pass the torch or take the torch if they're passionate about what they're doing. This is an industry where you really have to love what you're doing. So Nick, what would you add to all that? This is a industry that is about people and the product always comes secondary. So has it been fun being in the toy industry? It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of energy, a lot of learning, a lot of wonderful times. So Nick for other businesses, you know, we hear around here at Astra, the power of play. Why is the power of play important for other businesses? It's important that way so you can incorporate more creativity and you can expand your options in terms of engaging your general public. Well, thank, thank you both for being on the show. You bet. Thanks. Thank you so much. Hi, I'm Maggie Lynn Held. Um, My company is Scribfolio. And what we are is a scribble play activity. You take a scribble and you look at it from every angle, kind of like seeing things in the clouds. And you look at, turn it to the right, turn it to the left until you see something. Once you see something, you add eyes, shoes, maybe it needs a hat, maybe it needs an umbrella. Um, The kids love it. It's fantastic. It's quick. It's easy. We just are rolling out a new dry erase version at this show. Um, So, but I tell you what, I used to be an actress. Um, singer-dancer, song and dance girl. And I first got into the toy industry because I just was, you know, I'm an entrepreneur by heart. But I've been doing all these business meetings in in the region that I'm in. I'm in Indianapolis, going to this business networking. And they are so boring. And everyone's in a bad mood. They're boring and everyone's in a bad mood. And, you know, they all say, oh, we love your energy. You're so fun. But then they're just, yeah, they all need to have a little bit more fun other than the toy industry people. They know how to do it. And everything's colorful. And the marketing is amazing. And yeah, so I tell you what, fun, colorful, and simple message. Hey, thanks for being part of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you so much for having me. It was great. Hi, I'm Amy Saldana, founder and CEO of Kitty Wampus, an inspired place for kids located in Hopkins, Minnesota. I've learned two things over the past 11 years in business. First is that you never know what saying yes will mean, where it's going to take you. So I've said yes to some pretty interesting and maybe off the wall ideas and they have worked out for me. Um, So I think that's one thing is if something comes at you and you're not sure what to do, 
sometimes saying yes can lead to great things. The other thing is that um, I believe that we're all in this together and that great things happen when we work together. And that has very rarely ever steered me wrong. So if in doubt, I look for partners who think like that, who think collaboratively. And and I found that um, I'm always better when I'm around a team of people who are always thinking that we're all in this together. So we're here at Astra. What is the advantage? I always talk on this podcast about how important it is for people to belong to their trade association, whether they're a plumber, a locksmith, a speaker, or a toy store owner. Why is it important to participate for you in Astra? You know, as an entrepreneur and as a business owner, which I I love those roles, however, they can be lonely because you don't have a boss above you. You don't have a ready-made staff of people who are at your level that you can talk to. The biggest perk of being in Astra or being in my in my toy association is that I come to Astra every year and I'm surrounded with people who are just like me. These are completely my people, not just that they're toy people, they're business owners, but they're people who are looking to lean in to help others support and grow. And it's my favorite week of the year and the time that I can look for to coming and getting a million new ideas and also ideally helping others achieve their goals by maybe giving advice if if that's helpful to someone. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. My pleasure. Hey, I'm Dean from Channel Craft and we manufacture authentic American toys in Pittsburgh. Well, we brought them here to the Astra specialty event to show all of our specialty stores exactly what the toys do, how they play and how they need to sell them. So what can people in other industries learn from your experience being a toy manufacturer? Well, they can learn the hands-on use of each one of these toys. A lot of these toys, they go back generations, and a lot of the games and a lot of the methods have disappeared, have died with the past generations. These traditional toys need to be kept alive, and to do that, uh, we bring out 20-page handbooks with uh, nine or ten different games, the history of the games and what they were derived from. So I understand that you're kind of a true entrepreneur, that right in college you started doing what you do. Uh, Peddling boomerangs, handcrafting boomerangs, uh, exactly what I'm doing here 34 years later. So do you think if somebody has sort of a, a hobby or something that they love that they can pursue that as an industry? I mean, now you're a major manufacturer of toys with over 100 employees. I mean, is that something anyone can do is go from a hobby to a big, big company? Well, absolutely. That's the American dream. And, and, and here we have uh, uh, 150 different toys and games and puzzles. They're manufactured right here in the United States with, uh, with people that are still handcrafting. Hey, everybody who listens to my show regularly also knows I'm a big fan of the city of Pittsburgh. Go Penguins. Hey, it's all in the Berg. So they know that my daughter actually goes to school there. So I heard that Pittsburgh was rated the greatest restaurant town in America. Tell me a little bit about why you love Pittsburgh. Well, I really don't put fries on my sandwich, uh, but we have more ethnic food in Pittsburgh than any city in America. So, hey, thanks for being part of the show. I'm enjoying it. Hey, I'm here with Kelly Robinson. Kelly, tell us all about your company. So I own a company called Schedules. It's magnetic visual schedules for kids. They're set up at home and at school to help kids transition through activities and become more independent. So what's the biggest thing you learned? I mean, you've gone from an idea to an actually manufactured product in just a few years. What's the biggest thing that you have learned that other entrepreneurs can benefit from? Well, I have a lot of people ask me, how did I go from an idea to where I am now? And I think... While that's kind of a long answer, the short of it is I just kept trying. There was a lot of stuff I didn't know. In fact, I didn't know any of this. But I find that if you're resourceful enough and you find the right people, 
and you keep making that same phone call over and over and over again, you will finally find the person that gives you the answer you're looking for and helps you get to that next step. Great. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Cheryl Hatley from The Teacher's Trunk. We are from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. We believe that play is very important as we get older because as you start as a child playing, you're developing your math skills, your science skills, building, and all these things will be part of your, it builds up your creativity. And then as you get older, you will start to bring these things into your real life um, experiences. So do you think that starting with kids, obviously, is important to incorporate play to learning, but do you think businesses should have fun at business to help their employees learn? Oh, absolutely. If the employees are playing and they're creative, I think you're going to see them happy. They're going to be more productive. It's a win-win. Thank you. You bet. And now I got to take a moment to thank the sponsor of this episode. This episode is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. If you want to start a podcast, and I know that a lot of you do, you have to work with a partner who's going to be there for you, who's going to make sure that they set you up with the right equipment and the right training to make sure that you sound amazing. I couldn't do cool things entrepreneurs do if I didn't have the opportunity to partner with Podfly Productions. If you want to learn more about Podfly, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. Hi, I'm Michael Atkinson from Luminico from Australia. Hey, so Michael, you have these like really cool children's nightlights that you have here. Tell us a little bit about the product and how they came to be. Okay, it was basically when my son was five, uh, he took apart his 240-volt nightlight in Australia with a steak knife one night, blew the circuit breakers and everything and frightened the hell out of all of us. Uh, so the very next day, I got a piece of A4 paper, did a line across the top, one down the middle, and uh, you know, did a column of what the parents want for a nightlight and what the kids want for a nightlight. Took me about 20 minutes to fill that out, and by the time I finished, it was very clear that no one had ever designed a nightlight properly. So we designed the nightlights, we've sold them in 20 different countries and about 400,000 pieces so far. Lots of very happy kitties and lots of very happy parents. So what advice do you have for entrepreneurs who have an idea, who want to take that idea and grow it into a real product or a real business? Well, you need a lot of energy and you need a lot of, a lot of uh, backbone. And, uh, and to be honest, be prepared to be ripped off, and because you will be, unfortunately. Uh, but just keep at it and do not stop. Don't let anybody stop you. At the right time, find investment because you can only invest as much yourself. And uh, just hope the right sort of people will gravitate towards your good energy. Excellent. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Thank you. I'm Mary Sisson from Kazoodles in Vancouver, Washington, and I think... Any store can learn from a toy store, any business, because our employees have so much fun and it makes uh, job satisfaction so great. So what are the things that you see in your employees that aren't similar to people who maybe work for an insurance company or a bank? Well, I've had employees who've worked for big box stores and they don't have the kind of pressure that they, at our store that they did there. Um, we're just family. Our customers are family. And we're there to, to make things great for our customers. Are these things that big stores could learn? 
I think they could learn him, and um, it would be to their advantage. But meanwhile, it's to our advantage to snag those employees. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thanks for talking with me. <laughs> hey, I'm standing with Brian Miller from Geppetto's Toy Store in San Diego. And Brian just was the recipient of the Lifetime Achievement Award from Astra for his lifetime of achievements in the specialty toy industry. Hey, Brian, tell us about what you've learned over 25 years of growing this company. So I would say the biggest thing is toys are fun. It's a fun business to be in. But second of all, try something new in business all the time. You have to reinvent yourself, whether it's big or little. You can't be afraid to try, afraid to try new things. So you took over the business because your father passed away. You had graduated from Wharton. You had a different career path than toys. I did. I grew up in retail, and I was always interested in retail, and I knew I would work in retail, but I thought I would work for some Fortune 500 company. I didn't think I'd work in, the, in my little toy store. So what you've found is that sometimes entrepreneurship sneaks up on you? Absolutely. You never know where there's going to be an opportunity, and what I thought was going to be a temporary thing turned into a lifetime of passion. So you've grown it from two stores to many more stores in Southern California. What's the biggest lesson you've really learned taking something from a small business to a big business? Hmm, that's a good one. People are very important. You don't do it alone. You don't do anything alone. So the people that you choose to partner with in terms of your business relationships, but also who you choose to work with you. And hiring decisions are really important. It doesn't always work, work out. You have to make sometimes quick decisions. But when it works out, it works out great. You can't do it alone. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, I'm Christine Osborne, and I'm the owner of Wonderworks, and we have four toy stores in Charleston, South Carolina area. So you have grown this business quite a bit over the years. What have you learned from being part of the toy industry that other people trying to grow businesses can learn from? I tell, you, I tell everybody to be yourself and be your quirky self and be unique and whatever you are, use it in the business that you are if you're an entrepreneur because that business is you. So it's always going to reflect that. So remember, your quirks are not anything to be embarrassed about. Use them. There's particularly the ones you had when you were younger. They will come back around serendipitously and they will end up bailing your behind out in times of stress. Trust me, it happens to me daily, weekly, and monthly. And I'm quirky and I love it. And we all are. We're all different. So my store is going to be different than your store. There's nothing wrong with that. Go with it. Have fun. Life is magical, wonderful, fantastical. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Tom. Hey there, I'm uh, Patrick Mitchell from the Yo-Yo Factory out of Phoenix, Arizona, and we're the makers of the world's best yo-yos. So for me, the th cool thing about the toy industry that I've seen is there's all these small boutique companies that really have to fight their way to get into bigger markets. And I think bigger stores, bigger businesses could really benefit by looking past the big manufacturers into the boutique companies. Because there's a lot of diamonds in the rough there. And there's products that take years to get to market that have been around for years and are really, truly amazing toys. And I'm sure that exists in other industries. And I think bigger companies should start looking around and really trying to scope out and find those little diamonds. Well, I would imagine your company knows a lot about business because the yo-yo business is a lot like the business world. There's a lot of ups and downs. Oh, I've never heard that before. Yes, there is a lot of ups and downs. We love what we do. Hi, I'm Rob Pickering from Snapdoodle Toys. And you've been in business for nine years with your two stores. What's the biggest thing you've learned in business? It's all about relationships with the customers, engaging with customers, giving them something different. 
So what advice would you have for someone who's starting a business on, on how to do that? I would go out to your local communities, especially your schools, your PTAs, and try to engage, see if you can't sponsor things in the elementary schools and the preschools. So what has been some of the hardest things that you've seen in nine years? The change, you know, the change of having Amazon and more com- online competition. So, but there are ways to overcome that. What do you do? Guess what? Back to experience. We provide touch and play and feel that you just can't provide on the internet. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, this is Xavier from 19 Martian um, from Paris, booth 1755 in the new exhibitor area. We feature a couple of products, among others, Flype is the new active skill toy that spins at a fingertip. Uh, you have to see it, believe it. And the lesson we've learned here so far in the mo- first morning of Astra Show is that, well, we don't know much about the US industry, but as a first-time exhibitor, we could advise any other exhibitor to just come to this show. It's great. So in France, being in the toy business, what is the biggest lesson you've learned? You need to um, you need to love people and love children. And it's um, kind of rewarding because especially what we do is an active skill toy. So we help children, you know, keep their focus, uh, move around and it's always a pleasure to see them play with flight for the first time. Nice. Thanks for being on the show. My pleasure. <laughs> okay, cool things entrepreneurs do, audience. Thank you for listening to this show from the Astra Marketplace here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I hope you enjoyed all of the advice from the toy manufacturers and the people who own the toy stores. I have so enjoyed being a part of their show this week, and I think we can all learn more from people who run these small local businesses in our communities, and we can all learn about the power of play and put that to work in our business. I'm going to be back in a couple of days with an interview with somebody really cool. But in the meantime, I'm going to challenge you. Go out there and have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.